Good evening, everyone. I'm Anne-Marie Cronin, and I'll be hosting a special live broadcast tonight on News Talk 760 WJR. We're going to be talking about the prevention of disease and the urgency of taking action before the onset of serious medical problems. Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician and specialist in prevention, is here tonight to tell you what you need to know about how to avoid heart attack and stroke altogether and what you need to do to prevent Alzheimer's and many other chronic diseases. If you have a question, we're opening up the lines and taking your calls, so please make a note of this number, 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. We'll be repeating it throughout the show, and this is your chance to talk to the doctor directly. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. You're listening to News Talk 760 WJR. What's Again, I'd like to welcome all of you to a special medical radio show here on News Talk 760 WJR. I'm Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here tonight to talk to you about prevention and why you have to start looking at health care from a different perspective. Dr. Brian Collender, MD, is joining us from Birmingham, Michigan, to give us some hard talk about dealing with our health and making sure we get the necessary testing. We're inviting you to call in if you have a question at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. Dr. Collender, your shows are always interesting and informative. We're always lucky to have you here. Olivia is telling me she's got a caller. Do you want to take the call? Sure. Olivia? We have Yvette from Detroit on the line. Yvette, what's your question? Uh, yes, um, I have a friend that has uh, high blood pressure and uh, they don't live here. They live in another state, in Florida, and they don't get your show there. So I'm calling in for her. Um, she takes the, the generic form of Exforge, and she is on a clonidine transdermal system. Um, that's that patch, and she has to change it every five days. And she also has a problem with her cholesterol. And she would like to know, uh, are there any natural supplements that she can take uh, to uh, control this, uh, her cholesterol so she won't have to be on medication for that as well? Well, thanks for calling, Yvette. And I would ask a different question, which is, what else is going on that's driving the cholesterol? Not so much of how do I, and your blood pressure, how do I identify other drivers of disease? So Someone who has multiple medications for high blood pressure, you really have to think about undiagnosed sleep apnea as a cause. And also, um, your friend in Florida needs to identify their disease. You know, do they have plaque? Um, what's the degree? Not in terms of stenosis, but in inflammation. Get lab work that measures artery health and then move forward from there because she may have other silent drivers of disease. Like for instance, Sunday, we're going to do a whole show about insulin resistance and your friend may have undiagnosed insulin resistance, which needs to be addressed to keep her alive. So that's where I would start is look for sleep apnea. All right, Yvette, thank you so much for calling and taking care of your friend. You know, Dr. Collender, obviously we pre-recorded the Sunday show, which is all about insulin resistance and I hope everybody listening tonight will tune in Sunday at 3 p.m. to listen to a very informative. And it's all about early diagnosis and all about finding out what insulin resistance is, who gets it, how we treat it, 
what you do if you're diagnosed with it and how dangerous it is to even be in that realm of being of having insulin resistance. So um, let's continue on tonight, Dr. Colander. Uh, you know, I just feel sorry for the patients that are out there. We have all these calls. These people seem to be lost with not having the right or good enough or adequate shepherding by their doctor. Why does the patient always have to be their own advocate, their own diagnostician? Look at your own test results. Make sure you get this test, that test. That's what doctors are being paid to do. What's wrong with us? Because they're crap. You know, our healthcare system's total garbage and no one's thinking. You know, they're just following the the recipe, you know, the you know, the boxes that they need to check. You know, Xforge, what this lady's on, is like three drugs. You know, so she's on four blood pressure pills and no one thinks, hey, maybe there's another condition I ought to look at. No, just take another pill. Take another drug. No, this this is a massive problem in this country, and I'm wondering, how did we get to this stage? Why is it that people are walking around with bags of medications? They go to the doctor, they come out with another pill, another prescription, another medication. I'll tell you exactly why. Because when you're in a population medicine system, which we're in... this is a population. This is the entire country. Well, this is why. It's because... We are under systems of control, and the control is to guide the doctor into prescribing drugs. When you don't have any time to spend somebody, what do you do? You write a drug or you refer to a specialist who orders more testing and does surgery. Repeat. And so when you only get five or six minutes, oh, this person has a cholesterol issue, they got a blood pressure problem, well, here's another pill, here's a cholesterol drug, See you in three months. Oh, you have another complaint? Go see a specialist. You see a specialist to get testing. All done at the hospital, of course, which is has a giant lobby for all these things to happen. It's all about control. And I want to kind of show how that this is a great mirror against COVID, which is about control. It's no early treatment, no early diagnosis. So in COVID, there's no early treatment. And there's in prevention, you need early diagnoses, screening. It doesn't happen in prevention. It's not happening in COVID. It's the same thing, same process of move everything to a pharmaceutical product, move everything into the hospital. And that's how our system is. And until somebody stands up for us, like, you know, we're trying to do, and hopefully we don't get bleeped, but somebody stands up for us so that we can change our system for the better. The system in America as it stands today is woefully inadequate, and it's like such a huge mountain to climb over that I'm, I'm not really sure how we go about doing it. But I guess we have to start with patients realizing that somehow they're being shortchanged or shafted with what they're getting when, they're, when they come down with uh, or they get diagnosed, they're being shafted. Anyway, we're going to have to take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk about this on the other side of the break with Dr. Brian Collender, MD. He's a specialist in prevention, and if you have a specific question and you'd like to talk to the doctor directly about what you need to do to prevent catastrophic disease, please call us at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. 
You're listening to News Talk 760 WJR. If you're just now joining us, I'd like to let you know we're welcoming you to a special medical radio show on News Talk 760 WJR. We are back again with Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician and specialist in prevention in Birmingham, Michigan. After 20 years in practice and watching patients die prematurely and unnecessarily, he's here tonight to give us some hard advice on what we need to do to avoid heart attack and stroke. We're inviting listeners to call in with your questions at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. Dr. Collender, over the break, we were talking on Facebook Live about What's wrong? How did we get to this state? You were 20 years in a traditional internal medicine practice. You then converted five or six years ago to a prevention specialist private practice. I mean, what went wrong? And how how is the? I mean, I'm I'm more worried about the the uh, the patient out there because they're completely lost. We're getting calls from all over the country. Everybody seems to be lost. The last call was from Florida. The patients don't have anywhere to go because their doctors have locked themselves into a system that gives them no room for uh, for freedom. And they are stuck doing the standard process, the standard protocol for every single person, no matter what they are, who they are, what diseases they have. It's the same boxes that need to be checked. And people are dying. They're literally dying. This isn't a question of access it's not a question of, oh, I can't get to see my doctor inconvenience. It's not a question of costs. This is life or death. Every year, the same number of people in the United States die from a heart attack or stroke. And in my mind, these are 100% preventable. So it's, it's criminal. It's not even just like, oh, the system's bad, boo-hoo. This is people are dying that do not need to die. And we're in a wealthy country with resources. And not only that you're in a wealthy country with resources, but you have the technology that's available. It's out there. None of the technology is covered by insurance. And also most patients don't even know that it's even out there. It's simple, stupid. I hate to say it. No, I agree. But how's the average listener to know about Olivia, you have a caller? Yes, we have Katie from Birmingham. Katie, what is your question? Well, my question is, shouldn't uh, some of the responsibility for a person's health and what's manageable by the healthcare system on them? I mean, we have a lot of people out here. They're now beginning to accept being overweight as, you know, a, a disability perhaps and excusing that they need to, you know, get fit, get shape, eat the right food, take care of themselves. You can't always put everything on the medical system. I'm not saying there aren't problems with it, but for crying out loud, how can someone be obese? And suddenly be excused for that. I know that the doctor has heard this this, this talk going on and, and heard this new acceptance that's supposed to be pushed. And I just, I don't agree with any of that. I think people need to be more responsible with their health. They're not following doctor's directions. They're not following the diet plans that they're given in order to prevent the problems with heart disease and high cholesterol and all those things. Why should we sit here and malign the, the health care system? All because it, okay, because wait, it, okay, it, I'm going to well, fight you for yeah. the answer here, go, so go, go ahead. ahead. You can go. Okay, so coming from another country where our healthcare system was 100% better than it is here, there's many failures here, and the doctors are not prescribing the tests that people need to know about in order to, be, to prevent the disease that eventually will be disastrous, whether it's 
cardiac disease or whether it's cancer. These diseases are all preventable due to the fact that this is a very wealthy country. You need to wake up and smell the coffee. I'm sorry, it exists here. You've got the money, you've got the wherewithal, you've got the technology. You even have doctors like Dr. Colander who are into prevention. So you know what? Diet and exercise is not the answer. What the answer is knowing what's out there, knowing what's available, and knowing how to get into a system of prevention, Dr. Colander. Yeah, and it's nothing to do about weight and obesity. It has to do with disease identification. There's plenty of people who do what they think are the right thing. They're eating right. They're exercising. They still drop dead of a still heart attack. Dead, yeah. They still have a stroke. A mm. And so this is about identifying the individual profile and putting them on the right program for themselves. People do not know what to do. And it might seem obvious to you, Katie, and good for you. Do not assume that you're healthy because you're exercising and and working out and you know and you might feel good you have no idea what your health is unless you get a full evaluation where you look at your arteries you look at your IMT thickness you get inflammation markers you cannot make assumptions and I've got plenty of patients that are obese and their arteries are healed and I've got plenty of patients who are you know frankly look like Tom Brady and they're in a wreck so it does not matter what you look like or what shape you're in. You need to know where you are and address your personal weaknesses, which may have nothing to do with your body shape. And more than that, it's egregious that these tests exist. Some of them have been out there for a long time. The CT cardiac calcium scoring test has been out for 20 years, still not covered by insurance, and probably half the listeners don't even know what it is. The CIMT, they don't know what it is. The diagnostic tests that are available with the technology they have in this country is not being talked about. The doctors aren't suggesting it. It's not being prescribed. And so I feel ultimately sorry for the American public that they're stuck with what are they supposed to do because they are lost. Not everybody can find you or find the half a dozen. How many prevention specialists are there in Michigan? Half a dozen, two, three, four. Not and it's many. all about no, it's all about preventing disease. Right. And so And the it, tests exist and what is the excuse? Why is it that we're not covering these tests? Well, according to Katie, it's it's everyone's job to make themselves healthy and make their own food choices. They don't know. People just don't know. The the job is up to the doctors to exactly. choose to take better care of people. This and I will agree with Katie on this that the system doesn't matter. It's up to the doctors to leave the system so they can provide better care. Right now, we're relying on Canadian truckers to stand up for us and tell the world, you know, that we should be demanding better care for ourselves, you know, whatever part of the, you know, North America we're in. And no one else is standing up for us in this country making a stand except you and I. No, you're absolutely right. And Everybody I think else has been canceled. Sorry. No, but I mean, I just think it's absolutely ridiculous because you have the technology in this country and you're able to diagnose these diseases early on and your specialty of prevention is jump on the bandwagon, get diagnosed. We did a Sunday show that'll air on Sunday at 3 o'clock. It was pre-recorded. It's all about insulin resistance. People don't know they have it. How do they find out they have it? Why aren't doctors doing the necessary testing? 
to let the patients know they have insulin resistance. And insulin resistance is connected to how many diseases? All the things you don't want to have that ruin your life. And so, again, it's not you can't make assumptions about anything. You need to have your health evaluated so that you can be put on the right path. And it's not so simple, yet it is. It's not just eat better and exercise more. That's white noise to everybody. People need to understand what's going on with their arteries. And then when they're shown the right data, they're, that's impactful and people change. And I see that in my practice all the time. The right information gets the right results. And it has to be delivered by someone who understands it. And that's not going to happen in your five-minute office visit. And something's wrong with this picture that you've had this technology for a long time. And all the tests that are that belong to your practice of prevention, the, all those diagnostic tests, no one knows anything about them. The system is not designed to keep you from having disease. The system wants you to be sick, wants you in the hospital. They want you having surgeries. They want you on drugs. That's how our whole healthcare system is. And uh, so, no, it's not built that way. It needs to be broken down and rebuilt. And until that happens, you're all on your own finding and what you care need. care disease is a big moneymaker, and it's all about money. All right, let's come back and talk about this some more on the other side of the break. Again, you're listening to a special live medical broadcast. If you have a specific question and like to talk to the doctor directly about what you ought to do to avoid heart attack and stroke or have a question on any of the subjects we're discussing tonight, please give us a call at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. You're listening to News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back to our special live medical broadcast on News Talk 760 WJR. We're back again with Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician and specialist in prevention. And we're ready to take your calls at 800-859-0957 if you want to talk to the doctor directly. We do have a lot of callers coming in, so we're going to cut this short and go directly to the doctor. So, Dr. Collender, how many calls do we have here waiting? We have two calls waiting. Okay, who's calling? I love you. Um, the first call, we have David from Windsor. David, what is your question? Yes, the question that I would like to pose to the doctor is this. Many, many, do you find that many doctors that are in the system are leaving the system and going into private practice? as a result of being dictated to by the governments and everything else? Do you find that happening in a lot of, in a lot of areas where doctors are going into private practice? Actually, Dave, and thanks for calling, I do not. Yeah, um, in this area, it's not happening. Right. Um, doctors are horrified. They're terrified to leave the system because they don't know any different. And having done it, I want to say it is scary and because you're leaving a job that you're familiar with and starting a job that you're not and hoping that people come with you. So it, you know, at the end, at the end of the process, it's great. It's, it's the best way to practice and there's tremendous job satisfaction, but it is not something that um, doctors are doing in this area at all. Yeah, it would be nice if they would, but Dave, thanks for calling. Olivia, you have another caller? Yes, we have John from Detroit who is currently in Windsor. John, what is your question? Hi, hello. Uh, this is a great show. I, I'm a trucker. I listen a lot. 
and um, I'm I'm over in Windsor. I'm on the 401 right now. I have a load going to Windsor, but I don't have to cross over the to board the border to go through the stuff that's going on. But I have a medical question. My wife, for the last couple of years, has had abdominal pains and pains, you name it, and she's had every test done. The last test, last time they did a blood test, they checked for celiac and IgG, and Nobody's finding anything wrong with her, and, and I, I'm telling you, if you could imagine a movie where the drug addicts are laying on the floor in the corner because they need their drugs and they're cramping up, sometimes that's how my wife looks, and they can't find anything wrong with her. What do you suggest? Well, I start, thanks for calling, um, and, and, and thanks for uh, holding up the line over there on, uh, driving in Canada. Um, the first thing I would always ask all my patients is what is what are they doing for food when they have a you know gastrointestinal problem, and a lot of times food the wrong foods generate inflammation. So she should be on a very restrictive, high fiber, um, vegetable only diet for a while, you know, and to work on those things. Um, but again, we're assuming you've ruled out everything else, you know, you've ruled out, you know, liver, stomach, pancreas problems. Um, you, right. You're assuming all that stuff is taken care of. You need to make sure it's not a vascular problem because sometimes vascular disease presents as stomach pain. You know, you're eating, you're drawing blood into the gut and there's a blockage and it causes pain. So you want to make sure this isn't a vascular issue. Um, I mean, it, there's just so many areas to cover that I don't know that it's been done. So, um, so Dr. Collender, what kind of test does this patient need to get? Because obviously she's in a lot of distress. Her husband's calling. They're not getting anywhere with whatever tests they've had done. But well, what are the specific, what, what, what should he do next for her? What I should mean, she do? You know, I mean, this is a, a problem with a lot of possibilities and that I just don't know. I'd have to review the chart and, and look at the lab testing and the blood work and and then before I could even talk about it. But um, a lot of people respond to avoiding inflammatory foods. But again, when, when the typical things have been ruled out, you've got to really think about some other strange things. Um, and they're usually inflammatory in nature. It's just, I mean, we could probably spend a whole show on her problem. You know, right. it just it's it sounds like a good great challenge, not to her because she wants to be healthy, but it sounds like a challenge. All right. Well, thanks for calling and good luck with your wife's situation. And also, you can for further information, you can call eight six six Colander if you'd like to follow up and get some more advice. Doctor Colander, I just feel really sorry for these people that are out there because obviously. I mean, we know that the, the healthcare system is falling short, but when you hear these stories and these callers that are talking about my wife's on the floor and she's going to see a doctor and she's getting tests, I mean, what's what's wrong with this picture? Well, there's a whole other problem in Canada. You know, they do have socialized medicine and, you know, unless you're at the top of the list, you might wait months between getting a test. So yeah, it's covered and you have access, but some things are you know, are limited. And, you know, people have died there waiting for a surgery after having a test. So it sounds like it's a great thing as long as you're healthy. 
But sometimes if you're having a problem, that system fails people because there isn't enough access. You know, in this country, we have great access if you have a problem, but there's no process in place to stop you from having a problem. Um, you know, this place is, United States is phenomenal at treating um, bad issues. And that might be one of the answers we give the this person is, John, is bring her over, you know, and uh, get a workup in an American hospital where things happen a little faster. Well, coming back to that, let's also not forget that all of the tests that, that are involved in prevention are not being offered, not being discussed, not being put out there by any of the doctors other than you. So, I well, mean, it's uh, not necessarily that she's going to get diagnosed any quicker, any better, any faster well, here. this isn't a prevention issue. This is I've got a, a problem and we need an answer. And, you know, it's it's not necessarily prevention. You know, we're being very speculative to say, hey, what was going on five years ago that may have given someone an indication that there was a chronic process that could have been aborted early on. I, I, we're just speculating. I do not know. But there was always some opportunity in retrospect where we said, hey, we could have made some changes here um, and stopped some inflammatory condition from getting to this severe place. Because when it's severe, it is hard to fix because you want to fix right now. Mm-hmm. And some of these changes of healing take time like healing our arteries it's a hundred percent possible but it's not something that happens in a month or two months it takes years to heal your arteries you know you're 50 years old this is you know 45 years of work it's not going to turn around and quiet down in in a month or two it takes you know months and months i don't do these cimt tests more than once a year it takes that long you know to see changes occur but we do see changes for the better all the time. But again, coming back to that, half the country doesn't know what the CIMT is. Yeah. And that's, or more than that. <laughs> right, exactly. And they're, they're not aware of what that, that's the problem here in this country is you have the technology, but nobody knows about it. So well, this why is, are you better off here than in Canada? I don't get that. It depends. You know, if you have a problem, then you're on a queue in Canada to get treated and evaluated. And you're sick. Here, you'd have a problem. You go to the hospital and they'll work you up until it's over. Um, you get admitted and you're done. Uh, you know, when you're sick, there's all kinds of access. There just isn't a plan to keep you from getting sick. The United States is great at treating sick things, you know, and problems and NSAID disease. It's, it's, it's a great place for that. But it's not a great place to not have a problem, you know, to, to avoid it. Yeah, but that's sad because you have the technology and you have the capability to have everybody avoid these uh, devastating and chronic diseases. It's terrible because, like we said, it's killing people. And this mindset, you know, keeps people from uh, save, keeps us from saving people from heart attack and stroke. It keeps us from potentially preventing dementia. And I want to keep coming back to COVID. Stops early treatment. Well, let's come back and talk about all of this on the other side of the break. You are listening to a special live broadcast from the studios of Startup Nation in downtown Birmingham. If you have a specific question on the subject we're discussing tonight and you would like to talk to the doctor directly, please call us at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. 
You're listening to News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back to the final segment of our special live broadcast here on News Talk 760 WJR on the importance of being proactive and informed of the resources that are available to prevent and treat the chronic and debilitating diseases of our time. We are broadcasting from Birmingham, Michigan, and you are listening to the expert advice of Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician and specialist in prevention. If you have a question for the doctor, now is your chance to call us at 800-859-0957. Olivia, you have a caller. Yes, we do. We have Marie on the line from Chesterfield. Marie, what is your question? Hi. Um, I had lost a total of 20 pounds in the last two years. Um, and a year ago, my cholesterol was 161, and now it's 191, even though I've lost weight. And I don't know what I should do other than diet to change that because I have lost weight and I do eat healthy. Well, thanks for calling. And I hate to tell you this, but I don't care about your weight and I don't care about your cholesterol. Neither of those data points mean anything to me for prevention. The cholesterol is worthless and you can be healthy at any weight you want to be as long as you're doing the things that I would tell you to do based on the results we find. So, those data, they, I mean, I know you want to be thinner. Everyone does. And they want to be leaner and they want to be more in shape. But I'm going to say that weight just doesn't matter. Um, you know, yes, we need to build lean muscle and we do need to lose a little body fat. And we want to trend in that direction over time. But I don't care what your weight is as long as you're trending. So, and that cholesterol it has no bearing on risk for events. So I don't practice weight loss. And I don't care about cholesterol as a data point. So we practice prevention where we stop heart attack and strokes and weight is irrelevant. That be medication or how, how do you prevent stroke and heart attack that's not diet and exercise? You've got to find out where you are. You've got to get a, a CT calcium score to see if you have plaque. You have to get a carotid intima media thickness test to identify the layers of your artery, which predict risk. You need blood work that measures inflammation markers that predict risk. And then you've got to find all of the drivers. Again, find out where you are. You may not have any plaque. And if you do, you've got to find all the drivers of disease that may or may not be causing symptoms that are contributing to your artery health. And it's a process. And it's a lot of work. And it's a lot of time, and you need to find somebody who's going to walk you through that process. This is and what this, the, they will do this without symptoms. That's the most important point: is that screening is how you prevent disease. You don't wait for symptoms; you waited too long. Doesn't mean you right. can't stop it, but you want to identify problems before they're problems. That means I want to find subclinical disease subclinical plaque. I want to find insulin resistance before your blood sugar goes up. I want to identify people with sleep apnea who, you know, before they develop atrial fibrillation, you know, or have a stroke. So that waiting is the wrong thing. You got to, wherever you are in life, start looking and start the process. It does not matter where you are. If you're 30 years old, it's not too early. 
If you're 100 years old, it's not too late if you want to live. Yeah, and Marie, thank you for calling. And also, you might want to listen in on Sunday at 3 o'clock. Dr. Colander has a weekly recorded show where he's going to be talking about insulin resistance and some of the testing that he does. Uh, it is a pre-recorded show, but it's every Sunday at 3 o'clock, and we encourage all of the listeners to tune in and listen to the Sunday show. Dr. Collender, what else do you have to tell the listeners about what they need to know about getting on board with taking the responsibility to find out what tests they need to know about and find out about it? I mean, it's like a needle in a haystack. Well, I think, you know, this Marie was a great caller because it just pointed out the things that people in the front of their mind are worried about actually don't matter at all. And this is right. our system telling you what to do. That's right. wrong. And it's not her fault. Mm-hmm. She's doing what she thinks is okay based on every single message she gets between her doctor, her friends, the television, ads. All these messages tell her she should be way less and have a good cholesterol, and none of that matters. There's a lot of other things that we think are important that don't matter. I don't think hemoglobin A1C, which you see all these commercials about diabetic drugs. Oh, my A1C was this, my A1C was that. I don't think I care. As long as you're watching the markers that make the make a difference, which is what are your arteries doing? That's what we are treating. You're not you're not taking a drug to lower your A1C as the end game or to get a good cholesterol as the end game. No, the end game is that you live to be however old you want to be and that you're climbing a mountain at that age, doing whatever you want to do at that point in life, and then you die. You know, that's the goal is to be living the best life until you die. But I'm wondering where this myth first started because you hear this a lot in America and I'm, you know, going back to the earlier caller who, uh, I forget what her name was from Birmingham, that called in and said, oh, if you, um, if only everybody would just, you know, diet and exercise, all of the problems would go away. I would like to know where did this myth first start? Because doctors didn't propagate this. Doctors are not saying it, but there's this myth that, oh, you know, everything is answerable by losing weight and being in shape and running and exercising and going to the gym. And guess what? And you're the one that can talk about this because you have people working for you that are thin exercise and they have high plaque and they have, they had high, high results on their testing. I'm glad you brought this up again, because this is a lady calling from Birmingham, Michigan. Right. Okay. The rest of the world, not living in, you know, the, the, whatever you want to call Birmingham, they don't have access to gyms and right. healthy food right. and education. But that doesn't eradicate the disease anyway. It doesn't right. matter. Right. I, but I'm asking it's, you, my question cr- to you, you is know, where did this myth first start? That if you are thin, if you are exercising, if you're quote unquote eating healthy food, whatever that is, Am I is that bleep you're, you're going to you white get, privilege? You, you, you get yeah, it's white privilege. But uh, I mean, right. I'm just I'm just asking, where did this myth first start? It's marketing. Marketing. Marketing by whom? People that make money off of you losing weight. I mean, weight loss is a huge business. But that but, okay, we've already had this discussion many times on the radio about the fact that. The healthiest of people are dropping dead on their nose of the widowmaker. They're dying. They're getting disease. They're getting cancer. They're getting all the deadly diseases. They're getting diabetes. 
and I've got to leave the clothes to you because it's your show. But I mean, I, I just would love to know where this myth came from and how we can eradicate it. She was in Birmingham. God help the rest of the, right. the people here. Well, but you don't know her health. You know, just because no, she the thinks she's, the problem right, it's a myth. Is she swallowed it's, a myth and we, we started the myth. It's marketing and it's TV and putting thin people on television, putting thin people in ads, um, you know, watching thin people eat garbage and being happy. And, you know, it's it just it sends a message that, hey, I can do whatever I want, eat as long whatever as I thin. want. As long as I'm thin. Yeah. It's all subliminal. And they all drop are, dead. They're all marketing geniuses. This is all subliminal marketing and messaging telling you this is what you got to look like. And and if you just But have, that's no guarantee. That's no, not going to save you not. from disease. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time. So I'd like to quickly thank Dr. Brian Collender, MD, specialist in prevention, for being here tonight and for being willing to share his expertise and knowledge with regards to not only the prevention of disease, but also on the importance of being proactive and engaging with a practice that provides access to the necessary testing. This show is brought to you by Colander Medical. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin. We hope you got some useful information tonight on how to be your own advocate and take charge of your health, whatever your medical journey. Please continue to tune in to our shows for the latest medical updates. And thanks for listening to News Talk 760. WJR. Good night and be well.